Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Gaming Goons. The Gaming Goons! The Goons. As you can hear, all three of us are back. I am Luke, for those of you who don't know. I'm Joey. I am also Josh. Not also. I'm just... There's two Joshes. Yeah, there's, there's two Joshes. Are you the real one? Depends. We'll find out. Minor details. Anyway, today we're doing something a little different. At the start of each month, we're going to do a little bite-sized version of a pretty much a preview of what's to come for the month and a little bit of a reflection on what happened the past month in the world of gaming. So Josh is going to be kind of taking the lead on this stuff. So Josh, what do you got for us? Yeah, so it's been an interesting couple of months and couple of weeks. Um, to start off, in recent news, there's no E3 this year, wow. which is Nonsense. pretty It's pretty big. Um, the last E3 that we had was in 2019, and I assume oh, we didn't have man. it in the past years because of COVID. Okay. So, wow. Hasn't yeah. been since 2019. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Because this, this is pretty big. And for those of you that I, don't know what E3 is, it's pretty much a massive gaming convention. It's like the biggest gaming convention. Yeah, there is. it's... E3 is interesting because what they they had all the big developers coming every single year and then because the reason they're not having it is because Nintendo pulled and pretty then, much everybody pulled and then Sony pulled Nintendo it, pulled Xbox pulled why so the way Nintendo works is they have their have you ever watched the Nintendo Direct no no so the those are their own mini E3s they do their own presentations mm-hmm. on their own schedule I there's think I typically might have heard about them. there's typically a schedule there's usually one in february there's one in april and then there's usually an october for or nintendo September direct one. yeah yeah i think that's about right so yeah. are they not going anymore because nintendo wants their own exclusivity well exclusivity it's not even just nintendo thing? also sony xbox so like sony has their state of play um mm-hmm. xbox and bethesda have their own thing yeah. also sega pulled out too um sega i like i don't even sonic's the only thing from there that i really know are we yeah, gonna um, have an e3 again i don't think so is this because it? so my philosophy on this is everybody's pulling out because they all have their own thing yeah, going on because they don't need digitized. yeah they don't need this huge massive gaming convention right and also i think people are still kind of worried about covid you know i know it's yeah, kind of like no, that no. thing i don't i don't think covid people, is an excuse anymore right I agree, but i think but... people don't like being around people as much anymore i think oh, people sure. have started to adapt to the idea that that's they fair. don't need yeah. to be around people that's true and every like luke said everything is kind of digitalized now playstation yeah. always has theirs online mm-hmm. yep. um xbox we, always has theirs online i mean it's you the can same. reach a wider audience with it too that, like that you too. You, there's some revenue you would get from selling tickets for people to come to the convention mm-hmm. and be in the seats while things are happening but you know it's a little different and now it's like people just like to watch things from the comfort of their own home that's true yeah, fair enough and you don't have to spend the money to go there too yeah because so tickets were just, uh, tickets were a lot plane tickets out hotels it's like mm-hmm. a it's a few day convention and it's not even going to be online either <sighs> this kind of no this kind of a tangent though. but they're sometimes in pokemon go they'll release events mm-hmm. and they used to have them for free but now there was it was a limited occupancy for the event when they were free so everyone would go yeah and then yeah. they'd run out of spots and people who flew across the country or the world to go there they weren't able to go anymore mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. then they started charging money for it which you know you reduce the amount of people but you know you're gonna get in right yeah that does, that does interesting so for big. e3 i don't know what it was before <sighs> free entry passes or tickets? i thought there I were know. like free entry uh tickets but there were also tickets you could pay for for more exclusivity mm-hmm. like if you wanted to go into this place and 
do like an early access for a game i think you need to pay more for it hmm. but i wasn't too sure so i also think the attendance of e3 started to decrease over time yeah as xbox playstation nintendo started to do their own thing mm-hmm. um yeah there's just kind of like no need for it anymore so that's one way to think about it and man. i think developers just like to release their own things I and not agree. have to I, be constricted to an event yeah so i, I hate to yeah. keep going back to nintendo yeah. because but that's like the one i know best yeah, so like yeah. their programs they function a lot better when the studios and the specific developers are they're ready to release things yes yeah, yeah e3 it sets a hard cutoff date and it's like well, maybe you don't have as much progress on your project than you would want to by the time. What, what is it? June usually happens. Yeah, it's usually around June. Maybe you're not where you want to be. And it's like Nintendo can be like, yeah, this Nintendo Direct will be postponed until August. Yeah, you can't yeah. really postpone. You can't postpone E3. a convention. Right. So, 100%. It, it, makes a, it makes a big difference in terms of accessibility and ease of access for the devs themselves. All right, so let's keep it rolling. What are the new games coming out in the month of April? Ooh, new games. So I've got Jedi Survivor. I uh, never was big on the first game, but mm-hmm. I know Joey is, so I'm sure you're looking forward to that I like one. it. I'm excited. I and actually it, just bought it as part of Steam Spring Sale, so I will be yeah. making my way through Fall it. Fall in order? Yeah, Fall in order. Yeah, I, I think it was, it was like four bucks. $3 or $4. Yeah. I was like, I guess I'll buy a Star Wars game. Yeah. The next game we got is Dead Island 2, the sequel to the mm-hmm. first Dead Island. This one's a big one because Dead Island 2 has been stuck in development hell for a very, very long time. Do you guys know the background story of this development? No. It like sounds Deep a lot Silver? like Dying right? Light kind 2. Of. So first, the first publisher was Techland in okay. um, Dead Island 1. Yeah. And then Deep Silver was kind of like, we want you to go into this direction. Deep Silver was their publisher. They were the ones who were publishing the game, not making the game. Teclan was making the game. Deep Silver was publishing the game. So Deep Silver was kind of like, we want you to go in this direction with the game and go in this direction and this. So Teclan didn't really have a lot of flexibility in what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So then they released Dead Island 1. And then they were kind of in development with Dead Island 2. But then they dropped it. They're like, we don't want to do this anymore. We don't want to be confined to a publisher. We want to do our own thing. Yeah. Then Teclan okay. came out with Dying Light, which mm-hmm. is a massive game. And we'll probably talk about that in Ooh, another episode. But a uh, massive game. I would say it's one of the most consistent, consistently updated games. Um, it's the best zombie game I've ever played. I agree. I agree. Which we will also get to yeah. in another episode. Um, but yeah, so definitely, definitely... A great game um and so then more dead publishers yeah so well more publishers started again to die, dead island 2 took yeah. a long time that's pretty much the gist of it but um dead island 2 is coming out april when is it second week of april uh let me check on that real quick. third week I it's the second week somewhere. or third week dead island will be releasing on the 21st of april 2023 and so yeah um there has been early gameplay of it some youtubers got mm-hmm. exclusive access to it I've been hearing some mixed feedback on it. Uh, Gunplay is wonky. Graphics were great. Um, but it's just kind of odd. Because like at launch, you got to think about zombie games are a little different than the shooters because yes. you have so many more, so much more of an expansive weapon set with uh, with melee weapons. Because like true. you got to you got to pick up a crowbar and then make it be like the, That's the hammer of Thor because you put ninety five mods on it. So yeah. That's that's something that's going to come along, and I feel like they'll patch most stuff. But 
I, I don't think that's as core of a component to have ready at launch as it is for like the main shooter games. Yeah, I would say in this day and age, it, it's definitely a factor for sure. Oh yeah, for I mean, sure. I remember playing Dead Island One when it released. Mm-hmm. I never so, played Dead Island One. Oh, so fun! The the gun gameplay was wonky as well. It was yeah, pretty rough. You know. Yeah, I know in Dying Light, it was it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good for um what it was, but in that game, there's just so much more to offer such as parkour yeah, or weapon there's yeah, a lot true. going on yeah all right other no noticeable releases there's dlc for horizon forbidden west coming out on the 19th of this month there is yeah i i started playing uh horizon about a week ago zero dawn yeah i didn't like it that much horizon zero dawn yeah the first one the first one there's horizon zero dawn that came out in 2018 i believe and then the new one forbidden west came mm. out last year I didn't, I didn't even know that competed with Elden Ring, which obviously, no if you way. released anything in February, it was a terrible Ring. idea. <laughs> I didn't release in February. Heard about it? Yeah. So I, I played Horizon Zero Dawn for maybe an hour or two when I think you got it. Probably. Yeah. I think I tried playing. I'm like, nah. Yeah, I played I'll, it for I'll the wait. first time back when it came out. I've I didn't never, really like it. Yeah, I've never played it. I I've watched just a little bit of gameplay on it. Yeah. But uh, since I've never had like a up to date PlayStation console, for sure. I, I never get that experience, so I'm I'm hoping to buy it on PC here soon because I know it got released at some point. But yeah, if you guys can't tell, Josh and Joey are both big Elden Ring fans. So we are big Elden uh, Ring fans. You for you guys, DLC coming out for there, Elden Ring, isn't there? There is a DLC coming out. Um, oh yeah, it just got announced two months ago. That sounds about right. And I don't remember what it's called. Shadow of I, so, I haven't been following. It yeah, Shadow of Mordor. This is a very no, anticipated uh, DLC, Elden Ring. Obviously, mm-hmm. one game of the year, so it is a massive um, flux on the gaming industry right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's such a great game. I just finally beat it two days ago. Finally. Finally. I, after on and, and off of I, playing it, seventy hours clocked in. And I will be starting to play Elden Ring after this recording session. Tomorrow. We literally brought it for Luke so that he could play. <laughs> It will happen. It's such uh, oh, it's such a good game. But yeah, this DLC will be really big. I think it'll be about 10 to 20 hours of gameplay. Um, just given how big Elden Ring is, people are speculating new maps, new weapons, of course, new enemies, um, all expensive. of that. Yeah, so it's going to be... I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for it. It's going to be awesome. How expensive is it going to be? I'll say, I'll say $20. Oh, so they're running the 15, pe- they're, they're running yeah, paid yeah. DLC route? Well, we don't really know yet. I bet you I, they I think take it that route. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I can see that. I yeah. think it makes more sense from a logistical standpoint of like, your game's been out for about a year and four months now? Because it came out, what, January like last that. year? Uh, it came out in February, so about a year. Okay, so a little over a year your game's been out. Your, your sales numbers are going to start to slow down. Bam, release DLC, get a little bit more revenue, jumping into the, jumping into the flow. Right. And that can revitalize you in order to make elden ring too that's know. true so speaking of elden ring though i do want to go into a direction of go for it. um one of their most loved games of from software is bloodborne and people oh, yeah. have been asking for a remaster of bloodborne because on every system i think besides pc for pc you need mods for it mm-hmm. but on every other console uh like playstation 4 and playstation 5 it caps out at 30 fps Whoa. Oh, that's 30 really FPS. Low. yeah that's it's really good. low and especially like... for a game that people love that much Everybody's looking forward to a remaster if there is one. 30 FPS. 30 FPS. Crazy. Like 60 FPS would be fine with me. To be yeah, honest. that's fine. But like 30, I can, I can do that. 30. 30 is low. Isn't that? I don't remember another isn't game. Isn't that the frame rate of um, 
Mario 64 on the 3D All-Stars package? Probably. Because it's... I remember I don't think that it's 60 being FPS. Low. That's like every Xbox 360 game is 30 FPS, I think. Yeah, yeah, That's you're right. Wild. Most of them, at least. And like I said, on PlayStation 5, it's 30 FPS. And games just, like Last of Us 2... a moment to just acknowledge how freaking spoiled we are with frame <laughs> rates and, and, and resolutions and Very. how many polygons go into character yeah. models. They actually just found out a, there's a new shape that exists. I just read something shape. about this on IGN's post. It's called the hat. It's a 13-sided, like, polyhexagonal... I don't know. I'm not a mathematician, wow. mathematician, but... That's um, wonderful. Anyways, All right. last notable release <laughs> I saw. The last notable release that I saw was Minecraft Legends, and that one's coming out on the 18th of this month. Yes, I'm not a big... Are you, are you excited for that one, Josh? You're a big not at Minecraft all. guy. I'm not excited for it at all. Why not? I think they're doing too much with spin-off Minecraft games. Joey, thoughts? So I saw the trailer recently. I don't mm-hmm. know where I was, but I was looking at it. I'm like, man, they really are doing a lot of spinoffs of Minecraft. But I kind of like it because the base game of Minecraft is just the sandbox, do whatever you want. And That's then, true. What, what was the other one that came out? Minecraft Dungeons. Dungeons. So yeah. Dungeons was cool. And then they came out with the story mode as well. That Yeah, that one was pretty cool. So they're like, here's our I world of Minecraft, that. and here's different ways we can apply it. True. So I think you're gonna continue to see more. I don't. I don't really not like it because yeah. I like the universe of Minecraft, but obviously it's always targeted toward younger kids and teens. For the most I just part. think that the base Minecraft version could be so much more with how big their development team is. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that they're focusing more time on other games that are probably not going to do as well as the base Minecraft version. Because Minecraft Dungeons didn't do too well. I don't think Story Mode did too well either. Obviously, if you have the name of Minecraft in it, it's going to do all right. But yeah. Um, it definitely helps. The name recognition yeah. is crazy. For sure. But yeah. uh I don't know. I'm not I'm not too big on it. If I'll probably play it at some point. All right, cool. All right, that yeah. covers our releases for the for the month. Um what else you got for us, Josh, in terms of the recap and the look ahead? So let me tell you. A big thing that's been on my mind recently has been the Last of Us 2 or not Last mm-hmm. of Us 2. Last of Us Part 1 remaster for the PC. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if anyone knows anything about The Last of Us and keeps up with it, this is a big, big deal. On Steam, when it first released, the part one, um, it got mostly negative reviews, mostly because of graphical issues, bugs in the game. Um, anything you could think of, people have had problems with it, pretty much. And it's insane for how much of a beloved game it is and how long people have been waiting for this mm-hmm. import. It's pretty disappointing for people. Yeah, I heard, I it, was, I heard it was crashing. It was like yeah. a big thing. Yeah. I, I was really? looking on Steam as well. It was about 40% positive, 60% negative. Mm. So it's thumbs mm. up or thumbs it's down. It's definitely gone better. So people are calling it the crash of us. I've been hearing that so too. So it has a it's very funny negative too. nickname. And yeah. I think Oof. the only thing, one of the only things that's helping people want to play or get into the game that haven't played it before is Pedro. Pedro. Yeah, Pedro. that's uh, that's true. He is Joel. He is Joel. I love him. He's great. He's I phenomenal. Love I love him as Joel, but his best role was when he played um, Oberyn Martell in Game of Thrones. Never watched Game of Thrones. Have you seen that's the meme shame. of him that came out recently of him just chilling, eating a sandwich, and it's like crunching? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I was yeah, showing yeah. that to Kira <laughs> yes. last night. We were just looking at all these memes. It was so funny. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, uh, but that's a big deal because when nice. it first came out in 2013, it was the base game, phenomenal game, obviously, yeah. one game of the year. It got remastered again and again, and again and again, probably. And now we have part one, which is technically 
what Naughty Dog calls the definitive version of The Last of Us. Nice. Um, so yeah, people were they were really looking forward to, it, and it's really unfortunate that yeah. it got well, to that. It does seem that like that most of that's easily amenable. Like you can have bug fixes. You can yeah. you can you can sort that. And out. And I was even telling Joey this before it uh, the podcast is that um, Naughty Dog has never done an import for PCs. You're right. They, they haven't focused mo- mostly on PlayStation and consoles. Well, so. who handled the um, who handled the Uncharted release on PC? Honestly, I didn't even know they had a release on PC. Yeah, Neither it's on PC. I. Wow. There's uh, uh, it's the Thief's Legacy. Edition. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Okay, so they have a little bit of experience mm. then with PC. I'm sure it was Naughty Dog and but another publisher. Thing, I was gonna say they might have worked in collaboration with another publisher. Yeah, and then that might have just been like a, hey, Naughty Dog. How do we not corrupt your game files by transferring yeah. it to this medium? That's and, true. And, and it might have been Naughty Dogs just like they just checked the box and said, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I don't know much about the publishing side of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's been a big thing. Yeah. That's kind of disappointing, really, because you had to have thought they would have been thinking about it for a while. To yeah, they've been. Steam or PC you, you or would think. Platform. Yeah. I don't know. So why was no testing done you see this a lot happening these days a lot of developers don't test their product before they put out or not, not a finished enough. game just throw mm-hmm. a throw a demo up on steam of one mm-hmm. hour only of gameplay. that's true just the amount it. of people yeah. the amount of people that are always looking for free stuff to play myself included is like a ridiculous number yeah all you have to do is throw a demo out. i wish we had more demos nowadays because like i love getting a taste of a game before i actually just go full out and buy the thing yeah there's been a really popular demo going around, um, but now it's full released of Resident Evil 4 Remake. Oh, the okay. demo yeah, just yeah. got released two weeks ago, and everybody was loving it. It's the first like two hours of the game, I think, and people were already saying it was one of the best remasters or remakes of gaming. Wow. And I, just I, real quick on yeah, Resident Evil 4 and the remake that just came out. Um, first of all, have you guys played Resident Evil 4 I at all? I have not, despite its only first console being my favorite that's <laughs> that's true yeah so it released first on the gamecube massive massive increase yeah, i think it was players. the number one most selling game on that console i think you're right i think it was because it was either that or double dash or sunshine yeah uh Fact check that that i want to i want to know let, i would let me pull it up let me pull it up i would say that's i would say that's pretty close but the first game the original sold 11 million copies Wow. Over the course of multiple platforms, yeah, though, yeah. because oh, it first I'm came out stupid. on GameCube and then it released on PlayStation, yeah. other things, and then started to get massive, massive. So the, the best-selling game, it's it's Melee. Oh, oh, yeah. that makes sense. I yeah. don't know why, why did we not even think about that. What do we think? <laughs> of course, it's gonna be a Smash Bros. <laughs> Melee. Oh, okay. What a great <laughs> game, though. So uh, I'll give you guys the top five real quick. Oh, it's not even in the top five. That's weird. Resident Evil or Resident Evil is not in the top five. I'm, so I'm the shocked. top five GameCube releases are Smash Bros. Melee at seven point four million seven point four one million copies. Mario Kart Double Dash at six point nine six. Sunshine's number three with six point two eight. Oh, wow. Wind Wind Waker at four point four three million. And then Luigi's Mansion's number five with three point really? three million. Wow. Mm. Yeah, because I, I think all those. Resident Evil had like one point six million copies on the GameCube alone. But Resident Evil is as at number sixteen. It's a tie with Super Mario Strikers, my favorite 
Mario sports game, by the way. And Pikmin, it's tied at number 16 with 1.6 million in sales. Right. And then mm. more platforms started to release. And yes. people consider Resident Evil 4 to be one of the greatest games of all time. I've it's heard that by multiple really, people. I have yeah. not played a single Resident Evil game, but if there's one I'm going to play, it's going to be that one. I really, I played um, the newer ones, 7 and 8, Biohazard mm. and Village, uh, which take a pretty different turn on the series as a whole. Cool. But I know that they remastered resident evil 2 and resident evil 3 about four years ago now okay, cool. so they got two three and four um and four has been popping off it just yeah, sold yeah. three million copies within the last week and a half so as yeah. that gets bigger it's going to be pretty big that's a pop three million is pretty decent for a remaster it My is I, i've never played any of the games really not all the way through i think i think my buddy kyle has a copy of one of probably two or three one of those mm-hmm. so we played yep. it for like 20 30 minutes it was cool we just don't yeah. have all night yeah Resident Evil, yep, so. yep yep i've heard a lot of good a lot of good stuff from it that's good i'm looking forward to it i will probably play it at some point so i'll, I'll let you guys know what happens with it but here's but, the problem with what's the problem resident evil it's a remaster you know how much they're charging for it about 60 to 70 dollars oh so let's talk about that real quick goodness. remasters and how much they're charging for them. I mean, why do you think they remaster it? That's true. For money. I mean, that. Yeah, well, yeah, We're of course. People are, people are going to get it. Okay. People are going to buy it. But people, come on, $70? It's expensive. I'd do 40 That's the max I would do for a remaster. So so here's the deal. On I mean, release. It's such a simple formula. Nintendo nailed it three, three years ago when they released 3D All-Stars on Mario's 35th anniversary. That was three years ago already? I think so. Wow. Yeah. You're right. I just can't believe it's um, three years already. And they released, they had 3D All-Stars. You got 64, you got Sunshine, and you got Galaxy in one package for $60. That's true. If you're going to remaster old IPs, just bundle them together. Then you can charge full price. Because especially if you're not going to do a ton of legwork to upscale it and get new things. That's true. Because that was the other thing about those games is they didn't change much of anything in those three remakes not remakes remasters mm-hmm. they were basically just porting it to the switch like they were so lazy with the initial uh sunshine port yeah they didn't even change the button scheme on the on the controller it, <laughs> wow. to the to the to the switch controller oh, it was still the gamecube buttons wow that's so, like they were incredibly lazy <laughs> yeah but because they bundled three of the best mario games of all time together they just they were just like yeah People, yeah. will, people will throw money at it. And then they did the limited release of it, too. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. They pulled that. They pulled it from shelves. Uh, I'm trying to think. They announced it in, like, August, and then yes. the following March, they pulled it from all stores. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Because they wanted it wow. to be an exclusive thing for the anniversary. Mm. And also because... It means the a great marketing. The N64 expansion pack for uh, NSO... Mm. came out nintendo switch online for anyone who doesn't know uh that came out and mario 64 was on there naturally because you can't not have mario 64 on there right yeah and so when you were talking about bundling games together i'm thinking when they released skyward sword for 60 dollars, they could have mm. released skyward sword ocarina of time and like twilight princess or something I- i'm just throwing yeah. out like three games they could have bundled that and i would have been so much more happy i wanted skyward sword wind waker and uh twilight princess as the trio Really? You don't want Ocarina of Time? Ocarina of Time. You can emulate it on any... Uh, like, my laptop that's, that's true. not fit for gaming can that's emulate true. it. <laughs> okay. It's been released, like, 12 different times. The 3DS version's better anyway, and that's never... That's the one true. They, that's never the one they re-release anyway. So it's like... 
give us the 3DS version mm-hmm. or just don't give us another one at all because everyone's either already played it or they have access to play it. Yeah. It's yeah, also their best-selling Legend of Zelda game. That's yeah, why they keep releasing naturally, it. Naturally. It makes sense. Yeah. But, like, I want to see other games come to the limelight a little bit more because Twilight Princess, I never got a chance to play it. I want to play yeah. I don't have a Wii U, and I'm not going to buy a Wii U to be able to play Twilight Princess HD. Yeah, that's uh, another thing now that you mentioned Wii U, is that on 3DS and Wii U, they oh, closed the eShop. eShops are So you can't done. buy it. Oh, they digital did? anymore for that. How yeah. recently was that? Um, mid, mid to late March. Yeah, about two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. So there's a if you if, if anybody wants some good content, we are not sponsored by the Completionist, but there's a guy I watch on YouTube called the Completionist. He made a video. He bought every single game on the eShop of the 3DS mm. and the Wii U, and put them on a single console of each of them in order to preserve every single game that was only digital. And so they wow. spent... Yeah, I heard about that. Oh, shoot, I think they spent $18,000 yeah. to buy all the games. And not only did they do that, since Nintendo can only let you have $200 in your wallet at a time, oh, they had my to gosh. repeat the cycled process of spending $200 loading more money. Wow. Like a hundred times in order to get through all of it committed he's committed and, and and the coolest thing about it is now he's donating those two consoles to like it's like the historical video games foundation that's, that's really cool, cool. So, i like that so that lot. it can go to a museum and I'm people can like right that's now. so cool right that's the best use i could think of it but <laughs> that's awesome uh, shout out to the completionist i've yeah, been watching cool. his i've been him. watching his stuff on the youtubes for uh for quite for a, a long time you, somebody digs up a time capsule like in here <laughs> it just has like a like 3ds and the wii u in there with yeah, every game you could ever you imagine it's like an amber capsule. covered console it's like what the if heck there's one thing i would want like people in the future to know it's that right there 100 i want him to be in his so grave awesome. with him like holding the 3ds and the wii u <laughs> just like in there it's just like he's just like mummified but it's in there mummified. that'd be so cool oh my well you guys have anything else for uh the months of march and april not uh, too big on games the kingdom dude oh my that. gosh of course what's have, that have you seen it what? the trailer for legend the- of zelda tears of the kingdom no, no, it's so, the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Oh, about yeah. four days prior to this um, to this recording session, gameplay for Tears of the Kingdom, the new Legend of Zelda game, came out, and it debuted the new features and functions that you'll be able to utilize as Link in the game. So, you have, if I recall, uh, they are. I don't know the names, but one of them's fusion. One of them is fuse. It's just like fuse, I think. So you can fuse items in the game together to increase durability, to uh, to make arrows into having their own unique properties. So like you can use two two jellies, and you can merge that with an arrow for a ice arrow, or a fire choo choo. You can make it a fire arrow, and so that it's part of the environment you can yeah. use. Like yeah. you could get a stick infuse it with a rock in the environment and make it a weapon right. it doesn't sure. even have to be like two weapons together but it can yes. be yeah which exactly. is really cool so. so it's a very interesting take on the weapon system but uh luke since you've seen it how do you feel about all the changes that you we, we could see at least i can see two sides i can see the side of okay they took their time they polished these abilities mm-hmm. they made sure every single thing they did was something that no other developer was even willing to try because right. it's so expansive. Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so with all four of the new 
abilities: the time rewind, the fuse, the jump, oh, there's one where jump, you can jump through jump through the ceiling, ceilings, yeah. and then I don't remember the fourth one. I, but all of them oh, you can mend and build like crafting stuff. Yes, like boats it. and all, all of that. All four things take everything that was good about the abilities with runes in the first one of Breath of the Wild, and they expand and give you more opportunities with them. True. So, it's got the same art style, so they were they were working with the same engine. Right. It made it a lot easier on them from a visual standpoint. From from a technical standpoint, oh my gosh, the leaps and bounds. I cannot wait to see what the game looks like in full. I can't wait to play the death out of it. I'm yeah, really worried fun. about it. You are? I'm really worried. Why? Think it'll flop? No, no, oh, it won't no, flop. It will not flop. It won't flop, but my I have a few concerns. Number one is it's very similar to the same world in Breath of the Wild. And by very similar, I mean it's the same world, but different terrain has been moved and shifted up to the sky. There's sky islands. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit different, but it being the same world is... It's the same continent? Like it's the, the same, same exact map, but changed here and there. So the, fly, uh, the flying they're islands just like popped in? I don't know. I, I mean, they didn't really reveal much of the You're Sky right, Island, so um, I'm, I'm a little worried with it being the same map and what changes they'll make to make it feel different from the first game, which, I mean, the first game's phenomenal, so you can't think, really mess I with think it. If it, it it's an, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay. It wasn't broke, but you can still make it better. That's true. And I think they're trying to make it better without trying to fix it. That's fair. Okay. Because they, they can recognize that there wasn't anything wrong with the first game because it did so well and it was so well received. It was a genuinely very good game. Right. But they're trying to optimize. They're trying to find an innovation space, somewhere to expand, because that's what Nintendo does. Every time they release a console, a game, a port, a remaster, they try, with the exception of 3D All-Stars, but they try to find a new way to push the envelope and... You know, a lot of times it results to gimmicks, mm-hmm. but it's like there's always something new when Nintendo does something. Yeah, I, I hope that this new game for Legend of Zelda really pushes the boundary forward for them. Like, I hope they use this more of a, as a for Nintendo game, right? or yeah, Legend for of Zelda for for both. Okay, my Just biggest really the series in general. Yeah, though, but hopefully the next game they make is something totally revolutionary. Yeah. I hope so. My biggest concern, my biggest, I, I, I'm praying that when they release this game. It is good upon release. That is my biggest concern. We have had too many games in the past 24 months that have come out and have been awful at launch. And there have needed to be six patches within the first two weeks in order for the game to be playable. Not enjoyable, playable. Right. And so if if Tears of the Kingdom can set that bar back to where we want it to be as, as consumers... We can throw our money and you know vote with our wallet a little bit as to like, hey, we need to hold developers to the standard of like you need to finish the game before it releases. Yeah, that is we a big can't thing. we can't keep having cyberpunks where you delayed it for six years and then it still wasn't done. I would have been more happy with cyberpunk if they would have delayed it again and Me then too. released the finished game. I I think the biggest thing is is public testing. Like yeah. it could be in development for seven. Or 20 years but if you don't give it to the public you're not going to find this wide amount of data that people run into yeah and there's Do people it. running around let's say let's say mm. cyberpunk yeah. they're just going to run around the street screw around the cars and mm-hmm. no way that the developers would because we'll we'll abuse it yeah we'll, we'll yes. break it on purpose yeah. the people That's, will just look at speed runs 
That's people intentionally yeah, finding ways to break true. the games. And with so. games of that magnitude, uh, such as Cyberpunk, it's a it was a big game, kept getting delayed, and they were promising so much, and then it just wasn't there. Yeah. And so here's another thing that I have with that. Go for it. Is developers promising all this content, but then releasing that content later in the future mm-hmm. as seasons and part of the season passes and stuff like that. Bonds. That's something I do not like, <laughs> and it makes me very very upset yeah i don't like that either yeah it's not great all right we have anything else for the recap slash look ahead well i want to mention that the steam spring sale is now over Ooh, there were a lot of good deals on there wonderful we one earlier uh jedi fallen order only four bucks four bucks four dollars plus tax but the new jedi game coming out 70 bucks yeah are all triple a game now gonna be 70 bucks? i think, I think so it's gonna be yeah the last standard. two years they've been 70 bucks um, ever since man. the new gens have came new out gen. i the steam sale if you're a pc gamer i'm looking into the camera because we're trying out video recording if you are a pc gamer and you don't utilize the steam sales boo you're doing it wrong Boo. I bought four games for $14 the other day. I got The Witcher 1 for $1.87, The Witcher 2 for $3, Fallen Order for $4, and Doom for 5 wow. in 2016. Those are solid That's games, That's really good. $14 for That's four really games. Good. I'm not even a PC player, and I know how big the Steam sale it's is. Crazy. It's crazy. It's massive. Just utilize it. It's so simple. So anytime, we will do our best to keep you updated if there is a Steam sale coming up. Uh, so if you're a listener, you'll get a little bit of a extra reminder that that's happening. And then, you know, also utilize the other free games you can get. If you have an Epic account, they give you a free game every week. Yeah. No strings attached. Yeah. About that. Wow. Simple stuff. I have such, I have like a backlog of 70 games in my Epic account. I, I started accumulating them three years before I even bought my PC. Yep. Well, I'm just waiting for me. Save your money. Don't buy CSGO cases. You need <laughs> don't to keep stop buying that. skins in Fortnite. Don't oh, buy but they're so good. You At wait the for the, the sale day. and you buy 40 games for like $20. At the end of the day, you Boom. vote with your wallet and be that games that have been out for a while, something that just released, or a new DLC. The way you spend your money is the only thing that will get developers to listen to you. So with that, I think that's our time for the week, guys. Yeah. Uh, This concludes our recap slash look ahead for March and April of 2023. We hope you guys enjoyed this new little adventure for the Gaming Goons podcast. And we'll be back with the next episode next time. See you guys later. Make sure to follow us on our socials. See ya. Oh, yes. Before we leave. um, (laughs) Oh, we're not going yet. We are now streaming on Spotify, (laughs) Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music. So if you want to share that to anyone who's not on Spotify, please get our names out there. Follow. Get friends to follow us. We'll start having guests here after the 10 episode mark. And uh, we're going to be in some good shape. Got big things planned, guys. Big things. Thanks again, guys. All right. We'll see you.